Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Pisces season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energy, and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know this information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about Pisces season and some of the biggest themes for the astrology of 2020, make sure to listen to Waking Up in the Dream, the Embodied Astrology episode for Pisces season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about working with astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month, and you'll receive access to an extended monthly forecast and a printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on my year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and the Embodied Astrology Basics Handbook. All of my horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for me in making sense out of the world, and it's important for me to keep this work financially accessible to you, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life and you think it might benefit others, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. And side note, recurring monthly donors get access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way, though, that you can support this work is by sharing it. Please share with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Aquarius, welcome to your Pisces season audio horoscope. So as I talked about in the Embodied Astrology podcast for Pisces season, um, this is a kind of incredible month, the span of time. Um, The sun coming into Pisces will illuminate Pisces vibes, but really it's the influence of Mercury retrograde in Pisces for a good portion um, of this month that uh, brings us in touch with what I think a lot of uh, Pisces potential and challenges are. So Pisces as an influence can be really confusing. It can um, be kind of substanceless in a certain way. There is a feeling often with Pisces of trying to grab onto smoke or to clouds or something. It's like you see that it's there, then you put your hand out to grab it and um, nothing, uh, you can't touch anything. There's nothing to grab. Um, Pisces can be very evasive, very elusive. Um, It can feel like a fantasy or it can feel like a dream. 
Um, Pisces also describes an incredible amount of sensitivity and the sensitivity is uh, kind of omnidirectional and a lot of times when we're experiencing Pisces we have no idea what we're experiencing. I mean we're experiencing something, something is going on for sure, we might be having a lot of feelings, but try explaining them or making sense of them, good luck. In its more positive qualities, Pisces can be incredibly creative, really intuitive, deeply empathic and comp compassionate, and um, psychic. It can uh, reach between the realms. It can connect to uh, multidimensional realms. It can connect to the spiritual or the sacred essence or the oneness um, in the universe, in the world. So Pisces season brings all this, and for you, this kind of um, experience is centered around what I'm going to call your um, values and wealth area. So when I'm looking at this part of your chart, the first thing that I'm thinking about is your self-esteem. It's your um, receptive capacity. It is where you feel like you can get what you need. Um, maybe that's through earning what you're needing or accessing what you're needing. Maybe it is more of an issue of receptivity. Can you allow something in? Um, this has a lot to do with uh, self-worth, with core beliefs, and also with value systems. What do you think is important? Um, how do you value yourself and your contributions in the world and to the world and feel good about what it is that you're doing? Um, value systems are uh, definitely important when we think about what it is that we need. So um, one person might need a very small amount of money and a lot of time uh, for play and um, not doing very much. Another person might need uh, feel that they need gobs of money and don't really care about time. Um, so over the course of Pisces season, and especially again with the influence of Mercury retrograde, there's some stuff going on for you about your needs and your worth and your values and how um, these areas come together and what it is that you feel about them and what the fuck is going on. So this quality of confusion and unknowing feels um, big to me. There's a lot that's happening this month that feels like it's happening in a kind of in-between or out-of-reach space. Like you're working a lot out in your unconscious and your subconscious and you might have a sense of what you're working on or you might um, know that you're turning certain things over in your mind or through your soma but it may not be uh, clear at all what your outcome is or what um, you know your what kind of sense you're making out of anything so if this is indeed the experience that you're having, I just want to be a voice coming to you um, through the machine that says, um, it's okay. It's okay. This is a confusing time on the planet and to not really know what's important and to not understand how to support and provide for ourselves um, actually feels kind of natural to me. It feels boggling to me sometimes that um, anybody is going about business as usual. Um, as we are mucking around in whatever moment of human evolution this is and trying to figure out, you know, are we going to survive and, and how and what is the meaning that we're making as a collective consciousness, um, the ideas of work and occupation and how 
um, we earn and how we kind of earn our place or get what we need in the world, I think these ideas need to change. Um, as a global community, we need to shift away from the idea of endless economic expansion and productivity and more um, into a space where we uh, recognize the abundance that's here and turn our attention towards serving the wellness of one another um, and the, the larger world in general. And I think that um, as we are able to shift our attention away from individualism and towards a kind of collectivism, we might stand a chance. And this kind of sentiment makes a lot of sense for me when I look at your chart. And if you're going through some stuff right now around your values, your value systems, your self-esteem, your self-worth, how you're making money, how you're figuring out how to get the things that you need to get in your life, what occurs to me is that you need to be um, engaging in some kind of spiritual purpose. And that is really what's going to bring value into your life. When you feel yourself of service in the world, when you feel that you're doing something that is um, increasing happiness for other beings, that's increasing wellness in the larger world, then this opens you up um, in a receptive way. It allows uh, energy and resource to flow in. So I would love to encourage you to think about that this month. And throughout the month, there are a couple of key times that you can um, really use this energy. So the first window of time is between February 17th, the day before Pisces season begins, and February 21st. And the peak moment, the peak window in this um, time period is on February 20th. So during this period of time, you have access to what I'm going to call your intuition or the unknown. And um, you can think about, you know, stuff like the law of attraction or the, you know, rules of manifestation or something like that, um, that basically has this kind of notion that we produce energy in the world through our basic beingness and the energy that we emanate, that we put out into the world is what we call back in and onto ourselves. Now, this uh, is somewhat of a problematic idea for a lot of reasons, especially considering the context that each person is in individually and what kind of access they have um, to a state of peace or to uh, agency within what kind of energy they are emanating. But at the same time, there's also, I think, a fair amount of truth to this idea. Um, when we emanate positivity, uh, we're more likely to um, receive positivity in return from others, from our environment, to see opportunities, etc. So around this period of time, February 17th to the 21st, I would love to invite you to open up to the unknown. Um, you can make petitions to the spiritual realm. You can go to sleep at night and write down questions on a piece of paper, put them underneath your pillow, and ask your dreams to inform you. You can engage with ritual. You can pray. You can um, do whatever it is, meditation, art practice, uh, you know, whatever it is for you, that allows you to get into a space where you're um, not really in your head, you're kind of more expanded, you're feeling out into the general atmosphere. And in that space, intuition more freely flows. And you might just ask questions to your intuition or ask questions to a, a sense of a greater spiritual um, relationship or to your dream space. And the questions might revolve around these issues of 
of self-esteem and values and um, resources. So if you're trying to figure some stuff out, my suggestion would be reach out and reach out into the unknown, into the intangible, and to your intuition, to your higher self for guidance. I think you actually have quite a lot of access, especially um, during these couple of days. On February 23rd, we'll have a new moon um, in the sign of Pisces. And a new moon, I think, is always a great time to honor cycles beginning and ending. So the previous cycle is ending and a new one is beginning. And you might think about these cycles as 12-month cycles from one new moon to the next new moon in the same sign um, the following year. So reflect back on the last 12 months and then reflect forward uh, for the future 12 months and consider these issues, self-worth, uh, value systems, resources. What are the relationships that you're working with in these areas of your life? And what do you want to call in? What do you want to cultivate? This is a new moon that has a lot of energy around it that is quite supportive. Um, I want to say that there's support for you to get anchored, to um, get a little bit more grounded, albeit maybe in very unconventional and weird ways. So if you can break out of routine a little bit, if you can get a new perspective on something, it might actually help to stabilize your energy and uh, give you clarity on um, what it is that you value and that you want to call in. Uh, this new moon also has supportive energy for your day-to-day -day life, uh, the ways that you're working in the world. So you want to think about that as well. A couple of weeks later, on March 9th, we reached the full moon in Pisces' opposite sign, which is Virgo. This full moon illuminates the axis of um, your values, your worth, and the places where you share values or you share wealth or resources with others. In this place of exchange, I want to call this, um, this place of exchange intimacy and vulnerability, where you share with others, where you brush up against each other's value systems, where your self-esteem or your self-worth is actually greatly influenced by another person's um, view on you or their actions or uh, their self-esteem or their self-worth. This is um, the axis that gets illuminated. Some key themes to think of at the full moon in Virgo have to do with service and service to one another. Um, try and think about sacred service rather than indentured service. Uh, think about the ways that your value can be increased when you offer yourself to relationships, when you expand your um, sense of intimacy, through honesty, through building foundations of trust, etc. This is a full moon that is really full. It's um, linking up with all the other earth signs and creating a really dynamic kind of energetic flow. And uh, for you, this flow really comes into some deeply, deeply personal places in your chart. So during this full moon, concentrate on your relationships, concentrate on your stability, concentrate on your sense of inner well-being and how your inner well-being is um, expanded and served through service to the whole. This is also the day that Mercury stations direct, and on the days that Mercury stations retrograde or direct, we tend to have uh, some of the weirdest Mercury retrograde energy. So for the couple of days before and after um, March 9th, just chill, be okay if things aren't happening as planned, be 
specifically, especially cautious about big financial transactions, especially since Mercury retrograde is moving through your house of finances. This is not a time to make really big decisions if you can help it. Um, if you have to, make sure you have all the information, try and get second and third opinions, um, try and build in amendments and leeways into any kinds of contracts or negotiations, but definitely use Mercury retrograde's period of time to reflect on values, how you want to be working with money, and what it is that is um, kind of at the root of your sense of value and, again, your um, self-worth or um, your receptivity. As Mercury turns direct and starts to pick up speed over the following weeks, think about the last three weeks of Mercury's retrograde, February 16th through March 9th. If you had any ideas or plans kind of bubble up during that time, once Mercury has stationed direct, you are in a better spot to make a move. All right, I'll leave it there for now. I wish you all the best in Pisces season and beyond. <music>